Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here again, joined with one of our guest hosts, uh, Minty, who we thought we'd have a conversation on being yourself and what makes you happy. So I'm not exactly sure where this conversation is going to go, but it's a topic that I think is uh, very important for, for a lot of folks. And I know uh, people will come to me and have conversations on, on being yourself, like being authentic and things like that. And then the conversation often turns into to happiness and, and uh, making you happy. So I'd love if you uh, started by, by, by sharing a little bit about like uh, being yourself. Like when was the last time you felt like the most yourself or the last time you felt the least yourself? And maybe we'll start with, with, with that side. So um, the time where I felt my most myself is like, I feel like in the present moment right now, right now like um, I've definitely, like during COVID, I've definitely just learned more about myself and I've really just took time to like really like better myself and like understand my feelings and how I feel. So um, I feel like if I would like define who I am, I'm someone that's like very like positive. I try to look at the the positive side of things. Um, I would say like I'm a YouTuber, someone who likes to make videos and entertain people. And I've just learned to just really accept myself and just love myself because at the end of the day, this is the only body I'm gonna be in. And like, this is like, I'm gonna be this person on earth and like everyone is unique in their own way. So like, it's just like at this point, I just have to accept myself. <laughs> and then um, I would say when I least uh, felt like myself would be, I would say high school. I feel like in high school, we're all trying to like kind of understand ourselves and figure ourselves out. And you, ch- you tend to like let other people influence you because you want to fit in with a certain like a certain group. So um, a lot of the time, like I just I wasn't myself, like I just tried to be someone I wasn't just to fit in like with my friends and stuff. So I, de- I definitely regret like giving up um, the gym and like giving up fitness in high school because I wanted to focus more on my studies. So I'm glad that after I graduated, I got that back and I got that um, that love for fitness back. But yeah, definitely in high school, I just, I did not feel like I was myself. I just, I really just wanted to fit in. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what that, those some of those fit in stories. And and mm-hmm. from, from, from my perspective, I'd probably echo that too, where yeah. like if I go back to the least myself, probably uh, high school, I think that's maybe those teenage hormones or whatever, uh, part of that as a factor. And then wanting to fit in is definitely one of those things where I think at that age, you're trying to find find your tribe, right? Find those people that you really connect with. And uh, actually in kind of uh, digging deep into it, I I found that uh, that's one of those ingrained things where like humans are social beings and we we started as like a, a, a tribal species where uh, like the um, acceptance of people around you is super important and not being accepted and, and outside basically met um, near, near-term death, right? Because if you're to survive on your own in like the, uh, I don't know, the, the Paleolithic times, or I don't even know what the, the time, time age was. Yeah. Um, but if you were without your, your tribe or family, you probably wouldn't survive for very long. So mm-hmm. and then the, the unfortunate thing is that um, I guess emotional state has carried with us right now because there's really nothing that uh, is out there that's really that dangerous. Like no saber-toothed tigers are going to come out and eat us or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> um, the worst thing is like, oh, we weren't invited to a party or, or uh, some, someone said no or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there, there's, a, there, there's something to that where uh, I, I'd love if folks 
uh, kind of normalize the emotion where like yeah. we all feel um, a, a bit of an outcast in some shape or form, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's you're you're not smart enough, you're too smart, you're you're sporty, and you're you're not sporty enough, you're uh, one way or another. There, there's always uh, extremes, and um, I, I love you. Kind of talked us through a little bit about uh, I guess your uh, fitting in, and then maybe it, was there a decision where you said, you know what, screw this, I'm not going to even bother. Uh, do you have one of those points, and in high school or later on? Um, definitely after I graduated, like you just, I I guess like after you graduate high school, like you no longer have to really fit in with like, um, the high school like group anymore because you graduated now. And like, when you go to post-secondary, you're kind of like, um, figuring yourself out and you have like your own kind of, um, your own journey. So I figured out my, like my path. I had like a few different paths in, um, in university. Like I had, um, I had the YouTube, like making videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had the fitness and going to the gym. I also um, at that time loved photography. So that was a, a big path of mine. And um, after like graduating, I kind of had to figure out like what path I wanted to take, like what path could be like a career path for me. So I decided to, I kind of got over the whole photography path. And um, I decided to just like keep going with the YouTube and the fitness because those were the two paths that made me the happiest. So I just like to this day, I just continued with those two paths. Yeah. And, and I know we talked uh, at the beginning about being yourself and, and then whenever being yourself is there, it's always the, the topic of uh, being authentic, right? Yes. So, so what's your what's your thoughts about what authenticity means and, and uh, being yourself or being someone else? What, what, what were your thoughts in, in that realm? I guess for me, I think being authentic is like being being you and not allowing like outside sources to influence that like not allowing like your family or friends to change your opinions your morals and your values and just really being able to just express yourself authentically and not allowing like um anything to like change who you are like being being just um just confident in who you are and loving who you are and not um not being afraid to show that yeah, I was having a conversation with someone about um, like when, when you're kind of playing a role and trying to fit in and stuff, you, you're being someone mm-hmm. different. Yes. Uh, but, but I kind of had the, the, the thought that, you know what, if you are being someone different, mm-hmm. that's who you are, someone who's being someone different. So I was like, kind mm-hmm. of, huh, like, could, can you actually be someone else? Because you, you're only who you are at that given point. And you are like the, the collection of all your different choices and stuff of like that. So that mm-hmm. at that given moment, you are choosing to to uh, play something that is uh, not uh, normal to your previous behavior or to like what you love or like or, or, or mm-hmm. your passions or interests or whatever, or you're making that that that, that choice. So yeah. I just found that as an interesting discussion point or, or, or argument that says, you know what, uh, like you are who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So, so being true is, uh, I think what, what you said about um, continuing to do the things that, that um, you enjoy, Mm-hmm. Uh, make you happy and, and, and yeah. things like that um, and, and not doing it for other people's approval um, mm-hmm. and, and you're really doing it for, for yourself I think that's the key part where who are you doing it for is it for yes. yourself mm-hmm. um, but but part of that could be that you are doing it uh, for others for yourself because mm-hmm. you internally want to make your parents proud or your friends happy or whatever um, and and there's an element of that but it really has to be driven for, for you because you care for them so much you love them so much that you want them want, want to be doing Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that, that came to mind, I was talking about that. So, so we talked about um, being yourself and being happy. So, yes. so, so when we talk about happiness, like what is that uh, for you or, or what, what is your definition of happiness? 
Um, for me, I guess happiness is just being able to like be positive, just um, always smiling, I guess, like doing the things that make you smile, that make you feel good inside. Um, and I guess I would say like, there's a lot of different things that can make people happy. Like for me personally, um, what brings me happiness is like creating videos, being, um, being able to entertain people, working out, um, I like meditating and stuff like that. Those can really make me happy. So everyone has like something that can make them happy. And I would define like happiness as just being, just doing the things that you love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would have folks kind of reflect on, on their own definition of happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So so some of the things that I uh, found out is, is the, the difference between things like uh, pleasure and, and mm -hmm. joy, right? So for yes. uh, people to be happy, they can do things that are pleasurable, right? So mm -hmm. that... Uh, eating the, the the bag of chips, the tub of ice cream, the the <laughs> binge uh, watching Netflix or YouTube mm -hmm. or whatever, those are pleasurable, yes. but they're not necessarily long term or sustainable. Because if you do mm -hmm. that for a long period of time, like uh, it, it's not going to do you any good for the for the rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, like an hour or or a Friday night, that's fine. Um, but but uh, every Friday night or every night that that can be problematic. Uh, and then contrasting that a little bit with with joy, where, mm -hmm. where sometimes it's the most uh, like frustrating or terrible thing that the, the, the hardships that you go through. Uh, and then on the other side, there's joy, right? Where, mm -hmm. where you're climbing the mountain, you finish the marathon, where that was an arduous couple of hours running uh, the however many miles or kilometers and stuff. Uh, but after that, there, there, there's joy in that. So mm -hmm. I encourage folks to, to start um, finding those different words that, that talk about happiness and figuring out like, what, what is that for them? And yes. to your point about what makes you happy mm -hmm. uh, to, to figure out and, and question what those things are. Um, one point that I want to also talk to about talk to you about is is you talk about positivity, right? Yes. So you're always positive. People mm -hmm. you like, well, are you positive like all the time and you never get angry? Yeah. So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about that. I feel like I've just like growing up, I've just always been like that. Like I love making people laugh and I just love like I was always known as like the girl that just always loved making jokes and was always laughing. <laughs> and I just like always had that. Like it's just it's just always been a part of me. Um, I just try to look the, at the positive side of things like I don't I like negativity gets to me sometimes like obviously like I'm human but um I don't allow it to like bother me too much like I just I know how to kind of make myself happy again by doing like by doing certain things that make me happy like yeah watching Netflix working out and stuff like that but um yeah I just always try to be positive because I know like there's a lot of like very like negative and sad things going on in the world right now so I just try to look at the positive side of things because there's not a lot of positive people in the world and, and I just try to always um push that out right and I think that that's why I connect well with you because uh, I just love positive people and I yeah. think the world needs a lot more of that um but I, I do have a lot of folks where again I, I try to be positive as well and mm -hmm. like when people say how are you like most people will say uh, okay or I'm fine but but I'll, I'll try to say I'm fantastic. I'm amazing. I, I'm yeah. phenomenal. That sort of thing. Because mm -hmm. it kind of ups the level, uh, yeah. and then it changes people's day, uh, people's day. Uh, but people struggle with the fact that, well, yeah, you're, you're trying to be positive. And and if people mm -hmm. struggle, I actually encourage folks to uh, change positivity a little bit to to optimism, right? And, yes. and it's slightly different in the sense that uh, you, you could um, be experiencing kind of negative emotions, but the optimism part of it is to say, you know what? I, but, but I believe things will get better, 
and there's yeah. going to be uh, a positive outlook on it. So mm -hmm. you may not be necessarily positive, um, but there is a positive lesson to be learned or a positive outcome that, that can happen or a positive direction that, that you could head in. And uh, by doing that, uh, well, you kind of build up the positivity inertia <laughs> in your favor um, so that you can keep on, on doing that. Um, are there any sort of, um, I don't know, tactics or methods or anything that you've used in the past to kind of pull you out of that negativity? Uh, I think we were talking off air that you don't really get angry. Um, so, so what yeah. are some of the things that, that you tell yourself, you talk to yourself, or, or how did you uh, kind of, how do you rescue yourself <laughs> out of those challenging times? Um, I definitely like what I used to like read a lot of like articles and different blogs about like being happy and being optimistic and that stuff. So that has definitely helped me. But I also just like I think it's so important to like have moments where you talk to yourself like and just really like reflect like sometimes like if you're feeling down or you're feeling stressed out, just take a like take a few, a few minutes like five to 10 minutes and just like really like ask yourself, are you okay? Like what's going on? Like, and just like try to figure out like some solutions or like what you can do. And also um, talking to the people who love you. Like, I think that's very important. Just like really expressing how you feel to people is very important because at the end of the day, like we don't know how you feel. You have to tell us how you feel because we can't, we can't read minds. So you definitely have to um, express yourself and let people know how you're feeling. And I think that could really help you um, in just being more positive and just feeling more happy inside. Yeah, a couple of things that, that came to mind as you were talking about that is, is one, the, the, the Jim Rohn quote that says that uh, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time mm -hmm. with. So if you can surround yourself by positive people, then you will yes. more likely be positive, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Surround yourself with negative people, then you will likely be more negative, right? That's just mm -hmm. kind of how things are. And it doesn't mean that you have to kind of fire your friends or get rid of them right away. But what you may want to do is spend an extra hour with that positive friend and yeah. one hour less with that negative friend, right? Mm -hmm. And then see if you can continue to, to gravitate um, to that. And another thing that comes to mind is, well, the person that you spend the most time with is yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you can kind of uh, reflect and grow and, and learn uh, so, so that you can kind of move away from the, the kind of that negativity and the positivity. And it's, it's a process. So for however old you are, so if you're 20, 30, 40, you've had mm -hmm. 20, 30, 40 years of being negative, right? So you yeah. almost have to spend that long to undo it. Now there are faster ways to do it so it doesn't take you the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is a process. So you can't expect that being a, a negative person for, for 20 years, you'll automatically mm -hmm. be happy in, in, in a, a day, right? So it might mm -hmm. take you months, uh, a year, uh, but with, with that constant repetition and, and, and um, consistency, then you, you'll get to that point. And, and then yeah. the third thing that kind of came to mind is that uh, being open and, and mm -hmm. a little bit vulnerable, sharing your thoughts and, and opinions. And actually, it's, it's okay to not be okay, right? In yeah. the sense that uh, a lot of people, they, they have to say, I'm fine, I'm okay, or whatever, versus you can say, you know what, I've actually had a pretty terrible morning, right? Because of this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you need a little bit of venting and, and, and all that. But uh, don't spend too long on it um, because then you can kind of go down that downward spiral. But if you have a couple of folks that, that are around you to kind of pick you up, I think that's an, an amazing um, pl place to be in to, to, um, to, to, to help you kind of lift yourself up. So, yeah. And um, definitely like um, the people around you can like definitely influence the way you feel. And even like the things you watch, like certain like shows and media that can also influence the way you feel. So like just try to like watch more positive things and more positive like podcasts or something that will like uplift you that can that can really help too. 
Yeah, I think that that's a good point where, I mean, the quote focuses on like the five people you spend the most time with, but mm-hmm. uh, those people might not actually be like people, right? <laughs> it might yeah. actually be like a podcast host or a YouTube mm-hmm post or whatever and uh, I actually have cut out news from my um, yeah. from, from my kind of daily activities because mm-hmm. it, it's all negative there's so many sounding yeah. things where uh, some place in the world it, it's, it's horrible right mm-hmm. even though right now like the history shows that this is probably the best time in, in the history of mankind to have ever lived right all the yeah. um, conveniences and stuff especially if if you're one of the people with, with the privilege of being able to listen to a podcast like this like mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff that's going on for you right yeah. now Mm-hmm. Um, now there are other parts of the world where they're they're a little bit more challenged, um, but but at the same time, like uh, take that a hundred or two hundred years ago, or even thousands of years ago, they'll be in much worse shape <laughs> than, than than they than they were right now. So uh, surrounding yourself with that positivity, one was the people, and then content and and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I've heard something as simple as like cleaning up around your your house, right? Because uh, yeah. a cluttered uh, room, a cluttered house, a cluttered desk or whatever kind of speaks to kind of a cluttered mind as well. Mm-hmm. So you can, uh, clean it up, then clean up your mind and, and uh, it uh, kind of uh, relates to cleaning uh, the environment around you. So the, yeah. the opposite is true too, where if you clean up the environment, then your mind tends to uh, be a little bit more more free, open and, and, and easier um, as well. Yeah, I know for me, when I have like a clean room, like I just, I feel so good inside. Like I just feel happy. Everything's clean. Everything looks nice. So yeah, definitely do that. Yeah. And and probably keeping a, a couple of habits there where once the, the room is clean, well, mm-hmm. what can you do to keep it clean, right? Because um, yeah. eventually it does get dirty, but mm-hmm. maybe uh, usually it takes uh, a month for it to get dirty. So so next time you, you clean a little bit more, so it takes two months and then three months and, and that way uh, it, it just stays cleaner longer, I think is, is important. Yeah. And you can make chores fun too, like just by like playing like music you enjoy. I love doing that. Like just like just like dancing to music while you clean. That's really fun too. <laughs> yeah, I actually was chatting with someone yesterday, and they mentioned that uh, well, they don't do like uh, like meditation or reading or something. But what mm-hmm. uh, she committed to herself to do is that every day <clears throat> she would basically dance to a song, right, yeah. and, and spend like <laughs> three minutes uh, rocking out, dancing out uh, on on mm-hmm. one of her favorite songs. And that's her form of meditation. That's her yeah. form of kind of release. That's her form of uh, kind of calming herself down. And uh, that works, right? And if yeah. you're not a dancer, find what that is for you, right? So mm-hmm. whether it's reading a book, whether it's cleaning, <laughs> whether it's spending time yeah. with someone else, uh, find what, what that outlet is. Uh, and, and then learn from others. Because if you ask other people, they have different ways of coping and uh, seeing if you can uh, help each other uh, as well. Yeah, like just finding the hobby you enjoy at the end of the day, like everyone, some people have music, some people have reading, some people have watching Netflix, working out, like just finding the the, um, the hobby you enjoy and just doing that whenever you feel like you're getting a little angry or you feel like you're a little stressed out, do do that, um, that hobby that you enjoy. Yeah, I, I found that if people focus a little bit more on their energy levels throughout the day, mm-hmm. right? Are they at, at a high? Like, are you at a nine out of 10? Are you at a two out of 10 or whatever? And when you're dip below kind of the five, right? Uh, see if you can do something that energizes you a little bit. Sometimes it's as simple as uh, what you just did, like grab a drink, right? You might be thirsty. Yeah. You, you might be hungry, right? So don't get into that hangry mode. <laughs> where yeah. it's the, the physical emotion <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, taking a toll on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes it's, it's like thoughts and things like that. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate of, of like meditative practices. I think you mentioned mm-hmm of that yeah. uh where i've been uh, more consistent with that and and i was the type of person well i have too much to do i can't meditate um mm-hmm. 
the expression where if, if you don't have 10 minutes to meditate, that's why you need an hour <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> to meditate because there's probably too much in your head to, to go through. And, and start with, uh, I, I found the easiest way to start is with breaths, like deep breaths. Uh -huh. Just sit there and take 10 deep breaths in a row, right? Uh, four seconds in, four seconds out, six seconds in, six seconds out, however many you can manage. And just uh, like a minute of deep breathing can mm -hmm. do wonders for that. And yeah. that, that's your meditative practice, right? It's mm -hmm. a little bit more on the mindfulness side, um, but, but it can definitely help. Uh, and that hopefully will, will help you be uh, happy. Uh, and I wanted to trickle a little bit back to that, that, that uh, aspect of, of being yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So being yourself is, is again, those things that, that um, make you happy, those, those things that, that, that you love. Um, what would you ha ha say to someone who, I guess, is, is living a different life where maybe mom and dad uh, want them to do something else uh, or yeah. their, their friends or family want them to be something else? Like what mm -hmm. sort of suggestions or, or guidance would you have for, for someone in that state? Um, so I was definitely in that um, in that state of mind like growing up because uh, my parents wanted me to be like an accountant and that stuff <laughs> but like I guess like I don't want to say like you get older and like things change but like that's what happened for me like you just uh like after I graduated high school I just started to have like my own mindset and like I started to I started to like express myself more to my parents because at at the time like I was kind of afraid to like tell them I didn't want to do this I didn't want to do that but like once you get older you kind of um you gain the confidence to like express yourself and tell your parents that like, like, look, this is what I want to do. And like, this is what, um, what makes me happy and stuff. So like, I guess like getting older, you just realize that you just start to uh, feel confident about yourself and start not being afraid to express yourself and not allowing like outside sources to influence that. Yeah. And, and what I took from that is, I mean, there's some people who naturally have that uh, perspective, mm -hmm. but, but many yeah. of us uh, don't. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I would agree with you that, that I probably had that where it was probably a, not a verbalized expectation mm -hmm. of certain things, but it was more, well, you, you want to be as successful as you can. And yeah, we'll let you do what, what you want. But in my head, I felt, well, no, they really want me to do this. Or yeah. mm -hmm. um, so I, I think what, what you said about getting older and, and eventually it starts clicking in. And maybe it's because of different life experiences, you're exposed yeah. to more where you can actually say, you know what, it, it's not as bad or it's, it's better than, than I thought. Um, one of the things that, that came to mind was uh, being able to uh, like just plan out your future, right? In, yeah. in the sense that when uh, your parents have a plan for you, right? Um, they, if you say that you don't want to do it, they're, they're not usually mm -hmm. open to that conversation. Uh, but yeah. if they say, well, and, and this is what I want to do instead, and this is my plan to get there, they're usually op more open to that conversation because at least you've thought it out. You've, you've mm -hmm. planned it out. Uh, they can actually say, oh, yeah, I see how you do it. You don't want to be that, that accountant, the doctor, the lawyer, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I, from, from their perspective, that's where stability is. That's where safety is. That's where happiness and, and, and um, like a, a, a very uh, useful and productive life is. Um, mm -hmm. But if you can find an, another path where, well, you want to be a YouTuber, well, how many of them are actually successful? How will you be successful otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and if you can show them that plan to, on, on how to get there, then oftentimes yeah. they're a little bit more open and receptive uh, to, to that process. Mm -hmm. That's very true, actually, yeah. <laughs> and so we, we gave folks a little bit of understanding about uh, being yourself. So part of that mm -hmm. is um, like really... Uh, focusing on the things that, that, that make you happy. Uh, and then from that conversation, you kind of said, well, what is happy to you, right? Is, is it yeah. on the pleasure side? Is it on the joy side? 
um, for, for some people that, that happiness is also helping and giving other, giving back, right? So it's the mm-hmm. impact that you have for, for, for folks as well. Yes. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, positivity and, and optimism, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that uh, if you are surrounded by positivity and optimism, then you will likely be more positive and optimistic and things tend to go uh, your way uh, a little bit more. Um, and then we talked about surrounding yourself with, with other people um, and, and uh, uplifting podcasts or YouTube videos or, or things like that. And uh, yeah, I, I think we'll probably close off with a little bit of like, what are some other things that, that you might suggest for folks to, to be themselves, to uh, make themselves happy? Uh, mm-hmm. what, what are some of the, the, the parting suggestions that you might have for folks? Um, really just find something that brings you joy. Like there's, I know like for a fact, there's something out there that can bring you joy and make you happy. So just find that one thing. Cause, um, cause once you find that, you'll just feel good about yourself. You'll, you'll feel, you'll be able to like express yourself and, and just be happy about yourself. And honestly, like whatever you're into, there's a group out there that is also into it. And you can find some like really, really awesome friends that way too. So I think um, that's a really good thing to do. And also I think even journaling, that's a really big thing too. Like if you're ever feeling like stressed out or angry, like I think just writing down your feelings can also help you a lot. So, so one of the things that, that came to mind is for the folks that actually don't know what they love, they don't know what they're passionate about and, and things like that. One mm-hmm. of the things that comes to mind is to explore, right? So yes. oftentimes you don't just wake up and be passionate about something, right? Mm-hmm. There's the, a length of time, some exposure to it that happens. So I encourage folks to find and follow the things they're, that they're curious about. Right. Yes. So usually it starts with curiosity and then you do it a little bit more and then it turns into an interest. Right. Mm-hmm. And you do it a little bit more and then it turns into excitement. Right. Yeah. And you do it more and then eventually it turns into a passion. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that scale is over uh, uh, years or decades. Sometimes that scale is over a weekend. Right? You, can, yeah. <laughs> you can find that thing really quickly and just realize that uh, also your, your, your passions could change. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what you Definitely. like when you were in, in, in uh, your teenage years versus as a young adult or, or even further along in your life, they could mm-hmm. be different. So, so don't be surprised if what you were passionate about uh, when you were younger isn't what you're passionate about now because people change in their circumstances. Some people don't, right? And mm-hmm. so if you're lucky to have that passion that keeps with you forever, then uh, yeah. consider yourself lucky. Um, mm-hmm. but, but just being aware of that. And I love the fact that you mentioned journaling um, I think uh, in, in some of my previous podcasts, I've talked about the, the 5 two, two, one method, which is essentially five minutes a day, two minutes on what drained you, right? Two minutes on what energized you, and then one minute trying to figure out how do I minimize the draining stuff and maximize the uh, excite, energizing stuff. And then when you start noticing the patterns, this is where you start doubling down on, on the things like I really love. And this is where you end up finding, okay, this is who I am. Um, and, 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 and uh, what makes me happy. And one thing that I encourage you to, to do is also examine the, the labels that you give yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Where you consider yourself like the YouTuber, the smart one, this whatever, right? Yeah. Well, they're a label that you gave yourself at a point in time, but mm-hmm. do they continue to serve you? Do they continue to help you? And, and uh, you can change, right? Uh, yeah. None of these are, are tattoos <laughs> that you have to keep. Uh, these are ones that you can change on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, life is all about change and evolving. So like at this point in life, you might be this, like you might be into this, you might be into that, like at um, different points in your life, you're going to find new passions and you're going to find new um, things that you find joy in. So, yeah. Yeah. And then what I'd probably uh, leave folks with is to um, take the time, right? So allocate Mm -hmm. the time uh, weekly, daily, and just say, okay, how am I going to uh, like reflect and, and figure out who I am? 
how am I going to make sure that I, I, I show up and, and be myself in the world? And then how do I uh, make sure I, I uh, achieve and, and get those things that, that make me happy, whatever my definition of happiness is? Uh, yes. any, any sort of parting thoughts or, or challenges for folks uh, that are listening for you? Um, at the end of the day, you are your own person. You're unique. Nobody has the same experiences you have. Nobody has made the same mistakes. Like nobody knows nobody in the world is you. So like, don't be afraid to just accept yourself and love yourself for who you are because um, nobody else has this and you're the, you're unique. You're unique on this world and in this world and like, just be happy with it. That's great. I think that's a perfect place to uh, end the podcast and thanks Mickey, for sharing uh, in the conversation and looking forward to having you back in a future episode. Thanks for having me and don't forget to subscribe, like the video. And if you're on the podcast, like, <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.